It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Cadbury and Heinz have teamed up to create Easter cream egg flavored mayonnaise. What the, the hell? Yeah. What the hellmans? Shame on you. Say. Shame on you. <laughs> they say it's for putting on your waffles and cupcakes. This is just frosting, right? Are we going to take this to Belmore this weekend? Be good. <laughs> Put it on our pancakes. Oh, yeah, buddy. Good Lord. I don't think you can get it yet, but they, they said it's actually a thing. You should never get it ever. Cadbury-flavored mayonnaise? No, dude. That's not necessary. Can we just cancel Earth now? Like, I know climate change yeah. gives us about another hundred years, but can we just can we just end the Earth now? It's over. We don't need it. It's over. I think we've proven we don't care for this planet anymore. Case in point, Cadbury mini-egg-flavored mayonnaise. Yeah. The world is over. Big emergency yesterday. Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp were down. I think Twitter was down too. When did this become an emergency like it's a power outage? Is that not your morning routine? You don't roll out of bed, immediately check Twitter and Facebook? Sadly, yes, I I do. I've been trying not to though on the weekends. I've been trying to just wake up, have my coffee on the couch, and just sit there. And ignore your kids in peace. (laughs) Or just sit there and enjoy conversing with my wife. Honey, check out what I read on Twitter. Oh no, it's down. What are we going to talk about? The marriage? This is a sad thing. A lot of times our conversation now starts with something we first see on our phone. What happened to good old conversation? And when did this become such an emergency that there's even emergency type sites like downdetector.com? And this has been another session of old man rants <laughs> from Matthew Hussey. What am I supposed to do in the bathroom? I don't know. Read the shampoo bottles? What else is there? Oh, rinse and repeat. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Uh, no, that makes a lot of sense now. Oh, yeah. You have to lather it up. I didn't yeah, realize totally. that. Huh? But you survived. Your family came out. Of, well, you lost a kid. But yeah. otherwise, your family came out okay. We survived the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram outage. It was two full hours. It was tough. Of 19. Apparently, according to a study, people who swear a lot make the best friend. Tell me why. Ever. Tell me why. Theory here is that when you're really close with someone, you don't have any reservations. So you slip out a few bad words. Not a big fan of swearing myself. I always think there's a better way of saying things. Unintelligent sounding when people throw the F-bomb in after every word. You ever talk to those people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're swinging a hammer and you nail your fingers, there's no other way to express what you're feeling except screaming the F-bomb. Yeah, particularly maybe amongst guys. Sometimes it's how we spread our affection. You wouldn't just come out and tell your friend, I love you, dude. You'd say, oh, I love you, dude. Yeah, totally. Masks it a bit. Yeah, you don't yeah, want to yeah. be too emotional. Isn't it weird that we're so insecure? We have to make a statement yeah. as simple as, dude, I love you. Sound more casual in order to seem more masculine, I guess, or protect our masculinity. Totally. It's so bizarre. Every guy does this. Or you just outright insult them. But what you're really meaning is, hey, I like being around you. Get out of here. It's the opposite of what you're really saying. Why'd you say it with a Jersey accent? (laughs) Hey, get out of here. Get out of here. Like, Matt, you're from Belgrave. According to science, Kate and I are happier than you, Fatty. Explain. Study found that dog owners are much happier than cat owners. Yeah. 36% of dog owners report being very happy compared to just 18% of cat owners. It's close to double. When asked, are you very happy? Dog owners said, yeah, I am actually. Yeah, dogs love you and they love being around you. Cats tolerate you sometimes. Yeah. 
Yeah, cats are the worst. I think there's another reason for this, though, too, because this study also found that dog owners are more likely to be married and own homes. Right. Both of which are also factors which contribute to life satisfaction. And these are true for you, too. You have a dog, you're married, and you own a home. Yeah. I have two cats, I rent, and I just had a lean cuisine for lunch. And you're sad. And I'm sad most of the time. (laughs) Thanks for reminding me of that. But you're fitter than me. So you don't fit into this study because dog owners apparently are much fitter as well and have better mental health. Why? Because they're out walking. They're getting out into nature, walk an average of 870 miles a year. Don't let these muscles fool you. The steroids cost me a fortune. So there's a new birth control condom on the market. It emphasizes the importance of consent. So what they've done is they've designed it so the package takes four hands to open it. There's four different buttons on the box, so it requires two people to to rip it open. I think that's a great idea. Then you know you're both consenting. They should do this also for crappy meals. Yeah, if if your family prepares those meals, kids don't like. Someone's being lazy. Everybody has to consent to the meal. Craft dinner out or something. The new bucket of KFC. Yeah. The kids are like, I don't want it. Put your hand in the box. Takes a whole family to open it. Yeah. So then you're all getting into this together. Mm. Yeah. All this talk about consent made me hungry. It did. People are claiming that they see Jesus in the flames of a burning Notre Dame. Can I say dame? Just anglicize it, dude. We speak English. Notre Dame, it's fine. Notre Dame. It's fine. If there's any Francophones listening, our apologies, but we don't speak French. We tried in grade nine. We failed. We try. Picture of Jesus standing in the flames. And I guess it's giving people some hope. But then I got to thinking, well, not really. Like if Jesus really was there in the flames, like wouldn't he put it out? It almost gives the opposite message that maybe he's upset that the house of the Lord's been turned into a tourist attraction. Maybe, but I thought this was a bizarre story considering the timing because just this week I saw the Dalai Lama in my honeycomb. I thought that was bizarre as well. Oh, really? I had a similar experience. I saw the Buddha as I came out of the shower and looked in the... Oh. That was just my own reflection. Your love handles. Yesterday, I saw the Ayatollah comedian, my fish stick. So I think it's just a weird coincidence this week. I guess we just see things sometimes. We're, we're just seeing things. But you know what? If something like that gives people hope, I'm all for it. Police in Toronto area are searching for a stolen funnel cake food trailer. Yes, dude. The Funnel Cake Express. <laughs> and you know I love a funnel cake. Oh, yeah. We talk about funnel cakes an unusual amount of times. More than we should. More than the CRTC recommends. When we say, oh, I can't wait to go to Canada's Wonderland, we're, we're really saying, I can't wait to eat a funnel cake. It's sad that that's half the thing for me. Half the reason I go to Wonderland is for the rides. The other half is for the funnel cake. Yeah. Seriously. And you're really brave. You have your funnel cake in the middle of the day. Iron stomach, brother. Wow. Decades of eating Lebanese food, man. Builds your stomach up. I couldn't do that. We always save ours to on the way out. Yeah, yeah, Get it on the way out. Shame on you. But then you're falling asleep on the car ride home. Need that midday sugar boost. Somebody Um, stole a funnel cake food truck? You were pretty excited when I said that. You were off yesterday. I'm excited because there's been talk in the town of Godrich about having allowing more food trucks to come to the town, maybe even having a food truck festival. Oh my god. For a special day some summer. There, there's no word that this is actually happening. There's been talk in the past. Yeah, we can dream. Dude, a funnel cake truck coming? I would want I know Sweet Love Eats in town. I know they have a food truck and they do tacos sometimes. So we could have the funnel cake truck. We could have a taco truck with Sweet Love Eats. We oh got Wicked Witches in town. Incredible food they trucks. Do, dude, we're already killing it. If we this need it. funnel cake truck comes to town, take 
my damn money. Funnel my money, if you will. Funnel it right down my Funnel throat. Funnel it right out of my bank account. So to the funnel truck thieves, <laughs> if you are listening, please come to the town of Godrich and take my money. I We are at 300 Suncoast Drive, East Unit E in Godrich, mm-hmm. Ontario. Just stop by any time. Yeah. I got 20 bucks in my wallet. Funnel cake's on the beach, man. Yes, <gasps> A boy can dream. Do it. There was this town accidentally ordered a 12-year supply of toilet paper, a town council. They thought they were ordering two bags of toilet paper. Two packages of toilet paper. That was accidentally two trucks. Two full trucks. They ordered two trucks (laughs) full of not even good toilet paper. You said it was one ply. (laughs) Crappy toilet paper. This was in 2006. And the reason we're talking about it now is because they just ran out of it. The town was celebrating that they finally got through these two trucks. Apparently the toilet paper was stashed around the entire town. They had nowhere to put it. They were filling the primary schools, secondary schools, the town halls, storage rooms everywhere. Even the firehouse had skids of this toilet paper. Clean buttholes all over town. (laughs) I used to work at a grocery store and and I remember I did something very similar. It can happen. I was in charge of doing the ordering for the produce. I thought I was ordering 24 packs of watermelon. 20 packs of four of watermelon. In a box. Yeah. Turns out an entire truck of watermelon shows up. It was 20 skids. 20 bins of watermelon, which isn't that bad in the middle of summer. But this was kind of the end of summer. All the tourists had gone home. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, what are we going to do with 20 bins of watermelon? Kids, watermelon soup again. Needless to say, watermelon were on for 50 cents by the end of it. (laughs) Came across this old magazine, The Front. It says, 129 ways to get a husband. That's a lot of ways. Telling women, here's how you get a husband. Oh, they were telling women. Yeah. Oh, so this doesn't apply to me. No. Oh, but well, it could. Yeah, but what if I want a husband? There's 129 ways you can get one. Oh, this is great. McCall's Magazine from 1958. I have a suspicion as to why they went out of business. Because back then, <laughs> I guess your goal was to get a husband. It's sad. Some of these but... things are so f***ed up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the, the one I was reading to you was, hold on. Don't be afraid to associate with more attractive girls. They may have some leftovers. <laughs> leftovers. <laughs> Join a hiking club, get a dog and walk it. I mean, those, those aren't bad. I mean, those aren't bad suggestions for singles in the area. Jo- is, join clubs and get out and meet people. That's, I like, that's okay. I feel like this one applies to Huron County because a lot of people will leave for school and then not come back. They stay in the city. Number 25, go back to your hometown for a visit. The wild kid next door may have become a very eligible bachelor while you were away. Doesn't that mean gay? Remember how back in the day, like when you were an eligible bachelor, it's like, oh, he lives with his friend. They're both eligible bachelors. Oh, right. back That was code back then. Yeah, that was code back then. Uh, Look in the census reports for places with the most single men. (laughs) <laughs> or read the obituaries to find eligible widowers. Oh, my God. Walk up to him and tell him you need some advice. Mm. That's number 37. Oh. Have your father buy some theater tickets that have to be got rid of. Weird grammar, but sure. Learn to paint. Set up an easel outside engineering school. Oh. <gasps> Oh, nice. Oh, the guys would walk up. But, I mean, it's so sexist, really. Like, <laughs> Set up an easel outside. Just some random woman setting up an easel outside an engineering school. <laughs> or all the women that read this magazine, there's like, why is the lawn full of women with easels? <laughs> yeah, there's a legion of easel women. <laughs> it's sad. Although easels is making a comeback from what I read in the news. 
This is a really sad, almost funny story. It's cute. It's innocent. Little four-year-old. His name's Everett. Hey, I have a nephew named Everett. Was this your nephew? It wasn't. Because if it was, your nephew's dumb. He made the mistake of taking his new pet fish Nemo out of the tank so he could cuddle with it and sleep with it. That's cute, except fish need water to live. And the parents thought that too. They just assumed that their four-year-old knew that. But the four-year-old didn't. He wanted to cuddle with his fish. Mom wonders where the fish went, and he's holding the little fish. So sad. He was a little rambunctious at first, but that fish calmed down quick. I guess that is something you got to teach kids. Maybe they just thought fish like to go swimming, so he spends a lot of time in the water, but didn't realize that it couldn't live outside of the water. Fish do like swimming. In fact, their life depends on it. I know, but this kid didn't know that, and you couldn't expect him to know it. No one taught him that. Adults do it too. It's like when you buy your 20-year-old a new car and crash it twice in a winter. It happens. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You had to bring that up? Sorry to bring that up, man. At the old rec park, now called Bannister Park. In Goddardge. Back in the day when it rained, drainage was bad at the park, right? So they would bring in shop vacs to, to, to suck out the water. Very Huron County. It's funny, but a reasonable solution. Unlike the people down in the States somewhere, they thought a little gas fire would make their wet ball field dry quicker. Fire dries things out, hence you burn the field and it'll dry out. So I don't know why they would think this would work. They dumped 25 gallons of gasoline, lit it on fire, figured that would solve their water problem. Right. Caused a huge fire. Fire department called, in the end, $50,000 in damages. Holy crap. Which would have gone a lot further in putting some proper drainage. Now they have to have the hazardous waste people in and they got to remove it all. 50000 bucks later. Good Lord. Good Lord. I think we had a better option here. We had a better option. Community came together to build this incredible new Bannister Park. Fire, not a good solution to get rid of the water. Finally answered that age-old question. Mm -hmm. Is fire a good way to fix a park? And the answer is no. The only thing worse than singing for over 100 hours straight would be finding out that it was all in vain. Sang for 106 consecutive hours in an attempt to set a new world record. But then Guinness said, "Mm mm-mm. Performed over 5,000 songs. Said his breaks were too long. Two-minute breaks. Said he had to have only 30-second breaks. Yeah. Well, we all get this kind of disappointment, right? Myself working two years (laughs) on a record. And then you go to share it with the world and then realize... Oh, there's only 50 downloads. Disappointing. I lived in London before yeah. I moved here. And I figured I'm moving to the coastline. There's beaches. There's trails. I'm going to get me a GoPro. Yeah. I'm going to have the most active life. And people are going to see all this amazing footage. Haven't touched my GoPro in months. I track the cats around the house with it. Some, nothing exciting just for my own personal pleasure. But nothing's worse than buying a GoPro. You realize how boring your life is. I always hear that with treadmills. I got a treadmill. Yeah, I'm going to get healthy. Be my best self. <laughs> Three months later, the treadmill's on Kijiji. Oh, we disappoint ourselves sometimes. We've all been there. We've We've all been been there. A lot of businesses saying they're having trouble finding employees with what are called soft skills. Things like good work ethic, good attitude, and good social skills. We figured we'd help you out. If you're you're in the job interview process, for example, maybe you're applying for a job at a farm. Mm -hmm. You want to address the smell of manure because it's Huron County. Don't say, ooh, what's that smell? Say, Dungannon, am I right? 
Sounds much nicer. Way more sociable. Uh, when you go to a job interview, don't ask where the break room is. It's not a good thing to lead with. No, you ask where the bathroom is and you take your cell phone break in the bathroom. Right. Now, if you're looking to become a cannabis grower at Seven Acres, they're hiring like crazy. It's a big industry. You don't tell the employer, hey, I love smoking weed. I want to work here. No, that wouldn't sound good. No, instead you say, I care deeply about growing the highest quality of the sticky icky icky. Yeah. They'll really appreciate your candor. I like to grow things. Very much. So if you're applying to work at a craft brewery, got a bunch of those around here, trim your beard a little bit. There is a fine line between hipster and hobo. It's kind of blurry too. Parents and kids were going crazy. They went to this children's film festival where they were screening a Peppa Pig episode. Very innocent, very fun. On comes the movie trailers. One for a horror, one for a psychological thriller. There were dead bodies. There was sexual violence. There was a man being hit by a car. There was a scary mask, blood and violence in the trailers. They got the trailers mixed up. Parents were covering their kids' eyes, running from the theater. But that wasn't half as bad as the Peppa Pig episode. I got a copy of it. It's terrifying. It is evening. Peppa and George are in the sitting room, dancing to their favorite song. Daddy Pig is in the hallway, vacuuming the carpet. And Mummy Pig is in her study, doing important work on her computer. Oh. And my vacuum won't work. And my computer has switched off. Ooh. Mummy Pig tries the light switch, but the lights do not come on. It must be a power cut. What's a power cut? A power cut is when there is no electricity. What's electricity? Electricity is what makes everything in our house work. Will the electricity come back again? Yes. But in the meantime, we need to find a torch. I think there's a torch in the cellar. Okay, I'll go and get it. Will you be okay, Daddy? Oh, oh, I'll be fine. I can see very well in the dark. Who put that there? Oh. Daddy, are you okay? Yes, it's just a bit dark down here. Oh, my God. That's scary. Homer Simpson got him. Bacon. Yeah, he got the bacon part. And yeah. I, I just got word we're being sued by Peppa Pig's lawyers. Turn, turn Papa Pig into bacon right yeah. there in front of the kids. That's terrifying. Terrible. <laughs> you worked so hard on that. I worked hard on that. You worked really hard yeah. on that. Yeah. You're like, we're playing this. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm proud of you. That it was, was a little long. You composed that music. I did. That was you. That yeah. was all you. You didn't steal that from a movie soundtrack. That was all Matt put all in. Put all those clips in there. Your mother and I are proud of Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. It might not be the beer that's making you gain some weight. It might be love. Might be the wedding ring. Yes. A study concludes the more weight you gain during your marriage, the happier you, you and your partner are as a couple. So if you put what on a, a couple weights since your, since your anniversary, it's, I mean, it's good. It means you're happy. I have noticed that when people get married, they both tend to gain a little bit of weight. They bubble up a little bit. Yeah, it's love weight. Love weight. They call it. It's not bad for your heart. It's love weight. So couples that felt happier in their marriage were less likely to watch their weight. They weren't as concerned about their outer appearance, of course. Maybe, I don't know, because you've found someone. Not worried about superficial things because you found deeper things, I suppose. Why, why are looks superficial? 
Because it's something you see. Yeah, but you want to be Isn't attracted. The definition of but, superficial. But didn't you fall in <laughs> love with the person you married the way they were? True. There's an argument for that. Never understood when married couples gained weight. And I always thought, well, why know. wouldn't they stay looking nice for each other? And then yes. you turned 17 and got married. How You were young when you got married. <laughs> Early 20s. So by this logic, though, is divorce then a weight loss program? Yeah, if you want to lose some weight, <laughs> don't get a gym membership. Find a good divorce <laughs> lawyer. Call Hussey and Didi, attorneys at law. We'll get that divorce ready for you, and you can shed a couple pounds in the meantime. Or just love who you are and be thankful that you have love in your life, and you have a little love weight. Or divorce. Never a good idea to leave your toddler alone, unsupervised with technology. It's not a good idea to leave your toddler alone unsupervised, period. So dad found out the hard way, left his three-year-old alone with his iPad. Kid tried repeatedly to unlock it. Every time you put in an incorrect password, the longer the lockout time grows. This kid had the lockout up to 48 years. Holy crap. He can't open his iPad for 48 years. It becomes a time capsule at this point. It said right on the screen, try again in 25,536,442 minutes. Does Apple, will they unlock that for you? If you're like, there's some mistake, my child. No. Sorry. You're just going to have to time travel at this point. That ability to do that died with Steve Jobs. (laughs) Steve Jobs died. We can't unlock iPads anymore. No, apparently you can do a full restore but you'll lose your data. But you get your iPad back. Switch to Android. My old flip phone didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. My Motorola Razr never locked me out. I'm going back to that. I'm still using my old Nokia 6000. Works. They made protective cases for those old Nokias. Really? Not to protect the phones, to protect the world from those phones. Yes. The OPP have a tough job. Police, first responders have a tough gig. Yeah. Uh, Norfolk County OPP, they released a press release this week saying, hey, stop calling 911 when you see a raccoon. So there's this... (laughs) Really? Yeah. People know they're seeing a raccoon? My wife called 911 once because she thought a burglar was entering the house. Turns out it was a raccoon. Turns out it was a raccoon. But she didn't know it was a raccoon. So people are just seeing raccoons and calling 911? So there's this common misconception that if you see a raccoon during the day, it's probably got rabies because it's uh, all messed up. True, they are nocturnal. Right. They're usually out at night, but you'll see raccoons during the day either if they're starving, they're still looking for food, or they're raccoons. They're idiots. Sometimes Some, sometimes they're just up late. Sometimes they just can't sleep. Yeah, we're not nocturnal, but I'm up at 3 a.m. sometimes playing I, video I games. I think the teenage raccoons stay up all day. Yeah. And then they sleep all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're opposite, like human teenagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The OPP saying, hey, if you see a raccoon during the day, don't call 911. If you need to call the police, call non-emergency. You should know your police non-emergency line locally. Not a reason to call 911 emergency. Today at the grocery store is going to be busy. It's always the busiest day of the year, the day before Easter Friday. One of the busiest days of the year. Saturday will be really busy again. But there's certain things you can do when it's just nuts at the grocery store. First, remember to bring your bags. If you have reusable bags or you have a reusable bin, make sure you bring that. Don't forget that. Just load it into your car this morning if you can. And if you have 13 items in your cart and the express lane says 12 items, don't be an a-hole. Go to the normal line. Like seriously. Offer to get someone a cart. There's some nice things you can do to make your experience and other people's experience better. You can hold the doors for elderly, pregnant people, um, smile and offer a brief but friendly greeting to store personnel. Don't crowd the aisles and have a conversation. Not the, not the day for it. Ugh. 
Yeah. Any other day. That gets on your nerves. Not the it? day before Easter. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but there are, there's little things you can do that I am bad at sometimes. Like I can have my rewards card out and ready, my payment options ready to go. Also, don't get mad at the cashier if they run out of change or there's a problem with the customer in front of them. <sighs> you always hear those customers. <sighs> I, you have a change I've purse? become that person. I have the little change purse and I start counting out the money and oh. Do you lay it on the little conveyor? Yeah, I've become that guy. You become people my grandma. Roll, people rolling their eyes behind me. And for God's sake, if is you that, for, Is that the radio guy? I think he has a change purse. And if you forgot something... Is, is he crying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't have enough money. <laughs> don't, I have to put some items back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing an impression of you to you. That sounds nothing like no, you. No, no. Don't run back for that thing you forgot to. That's that is the, the ultimate other end move. of the store. Okay. And don't, especially don't leave your kids in line at the checkout while you run back to find something. They start crying because they don't know where you went. You ran back to the far corner for milk. Everyone's waiting behind you. And well, legally, CAS can take your kids if you do that. It's, it's, it's a bad move. You will have no kids if you do that. Yeah. Which may be a good plan if you don't want them anymore. Mm. So, and the, the ultimate rule is just don't be a dick. Just be nice to the cashier. Be nice to the other customers. Everybody's in a rush. Everybody's in line. Everybody hates being there. Yeah. Including the staff. They don't want to deal with a long lineup, but they have to because it's their job. They do it with a smile. They do a good job of it. Don't be a douche. Be nice to the staff. Patience is key. Just be kind. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.